They send Debo inside of Brandon Ayuk right. Kittle inside of Jawan Jennings left. And McCaffrey goes in motion. That bumper motion out right. Blitz from Bobby Wagner. They pick it up. Deep shot. Brock Purdy's going downfield for Debo. Touchdown! San Francisco! Debo Samuel on a burner post. And Brock Purdy just does a great job. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports, taking up to 2 p.m. Just style today, Watkins, enjoying a much-deserved day off. And we do have Simone behind the glass. Simone, there was some, I guess, some rumors in, in the streets. You were going to go smooth <laughs> jazz on us? I think they're being complimentary that uh, my voice would be well-received on a smooth jazz station. And no, I am proud to say I am still locked in here Sacktown Sports. There you go. Good to have you. And we get a little bit spicy here on the text line as well. If you want to be a part of the conversation, 916-339-1140. As last segment, we talked about we talked about yelping. And I admitted that I was a yelper because we were talking about yeah. Patrick Mahomes yeah. complaining to someone that could not help him. Not only could not help him, complaining to someone that benefited from what Patrick Mahomes felt was a bad call. So at first, I thought this was maybe a bit from a texter, but it turns out uh, I think they're being honest here. And this is from the 916. I hate to say this, Alan, but I have lost some respect for you. You going on Yelp and complaining can cost somebody their job. People have kids to feed. I've heard you mess up, and I've never called to complain about you. Well, 916, where do I start? (laughs) I love this, because where do I start? First of all, You don't know what I'm complaining about when I yelp. I could be complaining about the food, right? I could be complaining about, sure, the person or my my server, right? Why do you think Yelp exists? Yelp exists so people can know what to expect. If, especially in this economy, you have kids to feed, so do I. If I'm spending my hard-earned money to go somewhere and that place stinks, I want to let people know. So why wouldn't I yelp? If somebody's going to lose their job, it's probably not from one Yelper. It's probably from multiple. So be better at your job. If I continue to mess up and, and ratings stink, I won't be here anymore. That's how it works. So why wouldn't what, what, you just sit there and you have a terrible experience somewhere and you just wear it? Or you just say secretly, I'm not going to go there? Where, do where does it end? Where does it end? So are you not allowed to tell your friends, oh, well, I'm not going to tell you I had a bad experience here because I don't want that person to lose their job. Are you serious? Are you serious? The worst really? part is I still People tip, have kids too. To, you, I still yeah, tip, And too. we still tipped. <laughs> people have kids to feed. So do I. So do the people that go there and spend their hard-earned money. But I can't tell you that I, I sat there, right? And I saved my money up to take out my kids. And this restaurant stunk. The pizza was cold. The, the, the servers were slow. And, I don't, and I, I'm not allowed to alert other people of my experience because the people that stunk have kids to feed. Give me a break. Are you serious? I don't know if you work in the, in the restaurant business, but that's a terrible business model. That's ridiculous. Are you serious? Come on, man. I will say the only thing... I- I still don't like Yelp reviewers, so I'm sorry. I'm not on your side for this. But I do think it's really funny that they said, like, hey, you make mistakes all the time, and I've never pointed it out until you're pointing it out right now. (laughs) I mean, it's just funny to me. Well, my question is this. Sure, going going ahead and and entering a Yelp 
Some people like to do it, some people don't. But either way, right, what is the difference between that and so you go somewhere and let's say it's uh-huh. a terrible experience. Yes. You just say, I, I'm just I'm just not going to go back. And you don't, but you don't feel like you should tell other people. But if somebody were to ask you, right, yeah. hey, Simone, how did you like XYZ restaurant? Sure. And the what spoken would you ta- word what would you of say? the feedback, I'm always honest. So mm-hmm. that would be dependent on the But you experience. can't because people have kids to feed. <sighs> no. I just think that... We do need to address this really quickly. Do you leave positive reviews? I guess the connotation. Of I do. Okay, see, the connotation is that maybe or I tip Yelp very is being well. utilized or I tip very well. to only denounce restaurants or to denounce and, services and, that and, aren't and the going. The other thing good. is, the other thing is not. I, I can't speak for others. I don't get there and say names. I don't have somebody's name in my head and say this this server. Charlene or whatever their name is Charlene. was terrible and you should fire them. Nobody, I, I don't do that. I, I don't do that. Okay. And if it's, if it's not Yelp, it's the same with Google reviews. Okay. Here's my other question. And I, and I will move on from this, but this is just <laughs> sure. so random to me. This is so random to me. When you decide I'm going to take my lady out, right. Or I'm going to take my guy out, right. When you decide to take them out, how do you decide where to go besides word of mouth? Don't you look at reviews? Don't you look at Google reviews before you spend your hard-earned money? What do you do? You just take a guess and you hope it's right? How do you think Google reviews get there? Yeah. This is absurd. This is absurd. YouTube is cooking you too. (laughs) It's really making me laugh over here. I mean, it's fine. Go ahead. Spend your money. Spend your money and you don't... What what is the ratio for every... Mm -hmm. But but okay, three can, bad but, reviews you leave one I'm good one, or is it? it? It's, it's only if I feel it's only if I'm if I feel like I didn't get my money's worth because everything is overpriced now. Yeah, right. Everything is overpriced. But but my so take the yelping. It's it's Google reviews too. When you guys decide you're about to spend a good amount of money on something, how do you decide what to do? You look up reviews. You look up reviews. What are we talking about? How do you think they get there? Why does every what? It's just this is soft. Oh, where you think you think somebody's gonna get fired because of one bad review where nobody even used their name? I assure you, they're not getting they're, fired. Uh, this, a lot of people are not. No, this getting person fired. is saying they're a mechanic or something. I mean, it's all good. I, I don't. I don't get that. I don't get that. Funny enough, yeah. Like I said. Have you ever worked in the service industry? I did. I you worked. Did. I did. I worked at a country club while I was in college, and I was a server. Did you ever receive negative feedback no. or complaints about your no, service? No, but <laughs> no, but if if they, you know, not me personally, but if our our manager would say, "Hey guys, you did, you know, you, you got to pick it up, or you got to do this, you got to do that." You Fair. don't get you don't get fired from Yelp reviews unless they're multiple reviews. Yeah. You gained my respect again, too, because you've worked in the service industry. But, yeah, a Yelper is tough. Woof. Hey. Okay, so what is the difference between a Yelper and Google reviews? I all categorize it as the same. So you just don't ever – so how, when you decide you're going to go out with your significant other yeah. to a restaurant, uh-huh. you don't look at reviews? No. I don't, I'm not saying you click into it, but you see somewhere, and right there, it's got the stars right nope. there. Yeah, I truly don't. It's I mean, I'm looking up like the hours, and yeah, I'm I'm going by word of mouth, what I already know. Yeah. Okay. You're shocked. 
No, I mean, I'm not saying a deep dive. I'm not saying do your homework, but I'm it's saying just, it's you're I don't I really don't want to say this. You're given you're given a little Patrick Mahomes. You're given a little carrot right now. <laughs> How do you figure? <laughs> I, am I am I am I on crazy pills here? Does everybody just you, you're about to spend over a hundred dollars on a on a dinner and you just go? Yes. 916-339-1140. How do you decide what restaurant, and it's not just food, hotels, any anything that's a fairly large purchase, cars, you just live life without looking at reviews? Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I am, this is not where I saw this, this, this show going. All because of Patrick Mahomes. This is crazy to me. Huh. We're going to have so much material to utilize after this. Oh, this my is good. goodness. YouTube, a lot of people split. We have Simone Spitten, I'm With You Styles, Amadrog. Uh, yeah, it's just all over the place right on, now. Put it on the YouTube. We need a poll. Need, we need a poll. We need a poll. I need exact I just, verbiage. The poll is. Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I'm trying to, because it's not just food, right? Well, we can do a couple things. Do, oh no, do you look at reviews? Yes, there you go. Do you look at reviews before going to a restaurant? It could be anything. If you're listening, it could be anything. There you go. All right. I'm going to get right. it locked in. Got to get to a break. Now we have the overarching theme throughout the show. Got to get to a break. When we get back, we're talking Kings, Nets, Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports, taking you up to 2 p.m. I'll tell you what, I was just thinking, Simone, just Styles today as Watkins is out for the day. He will be back tomorrow. Chris was in the sack chat earlier. He doesn't seem to be in it anymore. He is missing <laughs> quite out. the show. He's missing quite the show. I, I can't wait to tell to him. I would love to know his perspective. No, I cannot it's, wait. It's got to be. He's got no, to be a blind. No, he's going blindly into the restaurant. Agreed. Just like Agreed. completely not looking Agreed. at reviews. Agreed. By and the he's way, never drafted a, it's a Yelp. 67% on the YouTube chat says that they... Do look at reviews before going to a restaurant. Love to love to look at 33% reviews. says, no, I love the surprise. Yeah, it's a surprise, all right. Surprise, all right. And, and now you still <laughs> want a, a good tip. And now you still want... Now, look, I'll tell you what. I wouldn't leave reviews if you give me a discount every, every time something isn't what it should be. But unless you're giving me a discount... And I don't even leave them all the time, right? Look, I lived in Alameda for two years... And I really wanted to be a part of that community. So I left good reviews and not so good reviews. But it was always, I think, and we say the same thing in this line of work too. If somebody says, as I'm seeing on the text line now, you're an idiot, that doesn't help me, right? Yeah. If I yelp and say, you guys stink, that doesn't help them. Correct. But if I say, hey, I came in, I thought I was going to be able to, I signed up for outside, you guys didn't have that available, it took a little bit long, blah, 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 and I tell them where they messed up, sure. I'm pretty sure they would find that helpful. That's so feedback. It, it yeah. also matters the type, of, the type of reviews that you're leaving. And I would say, personally, that I'm leaving high-level reviews. And to Scooter916's point, I always tip. That's part of the, I feel yeah. like I couldn't leave a review if I didn't tip. 
I tip the way I'm supposed to tip regardless. But you're going to hear about me if I don't think that it was up to snuff. That's just how I am. 916-339-1140 if you want to be a part of the conversation. And with all the with all the sports going on in the world, we're talking Yelp and we're talking Google reviews. Let's get to Steven, who wants to be a part of the conversation. What's up, Steven? You're on Sals and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Good morning, my friend. Look at you running solo today, running solo dolo. Man, yeah, it's nice, it's, man. it's uh, you know, I'm I'm powering through. We've taken a weird left turn, <laughs> trying to get this thing back you, on track. Uh, are you missing your boy? Of course I am. Of course, and of course once, once, he, once he finds out what is happening today, he might take another oh day off. He might take another day Stay off. Stay in Vegas. Okay, real quick, let me, let, me, let me just try to move this along here, right? Um, so I work in an industry. I spray bed liners, okay? So I work in the truck industry. I, I spray bed liners. Mm-hmm. The, only re- the only way that we get – the only way that we get advertisement and, like, in more business is by word of mouth. Mm-hmm. So – we don't advertise. We don't promote ourselves. We don't do any of that at all whatsoever. So really our bread and butter is Google reviews and Yelp reviews. Right. Mainly it's Google reviews because of the industry that, we, that I work in currently. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I am with you. One, I'm with you 100%. I feel like reviews are, are kind of important, man. I feel like that if you don't leave a review, um, and you have a bad service, then what are you, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? You're promoting, you're continuing to promote the bad behavior. You're continuing to allow the bad behavior, whatever it may be, um, to continue. Mm -hmm. So if you don't call someone out on their, on their, on their, on their, their, their stuff, they're just going to keep continuing to do the same thing over and over again. And they're going home wondering why I I only went home after working eight hours and I got $12 in tips today. Well, Johnny, the reason why you got $12 in tips is because you just weren't on it, simply. You weren't making your rounds. Mm-hmm. You weren't making sure that your customers feel welcome at home, whatever. I'm, with, I'm kind of with you, my friend. I really am, man. I feel, like, I feel like reviews are mad important, especially if you actually provide a good service, especially if you haven't provided a good service. So, I mean, you know, I just wanted to get in on this topic real quick, man. I've, I've, I've definitely, definitely am in your corner with that, my friend. I feel like reviews are extremely important. Thank you, Steven. And, and thank you for the call, as always. And again, it's high level, it's good reviews, right? Good, even if it's a negative review. Not just, hey, this person stinks. I think they should be fine. No one's doing that. No one is doing that. They're all reviews because we're all in this together, and I don't want somebody else dealing with what I had to deal with. That's how I look at it. And if you are in the city that I live in, I want to be able to come back. I want to see you get better. Okay? That that's just that's just what it is. All right, as we continue, if you still want to have the conversation, you can call in, right? This will be the overarching thing because we can do this because yes. Chris isn't here. Yes. Right? It's like the parents are gone. So yes. I can I can <laughs> big do substitute teacher big vibes. Su- substitute <laughs> teacher vibes. So I could do what I want, you continue. And on the text line, on the YouTube chat, I'm, it's not really that surprising to me. Again, the idea that a negative review is just coming for somebody's job is ridiculous. If anything, you're trying to save their job. Honestly, you're trying to save their job. Just like Steven said, hey, Johnny Tsunami wasn't very good, right? I think he could do X, Y, Z, okay? But then you don't just say that. You say where he did do well is X, Y, Z, and then hopefully that helps. Nobody is... 
Nobody is hopping on Yelp or Google and just saying, this place is awful. This person should be fired. I rarely see that. I rarely see that. And again, even if it's very similar to social media, Twitter, I know a lot of people have Twitter and they never tweet, right? You still look at Google reviews, even if you don't leave them, because it helps you. And people are saying hotels, cars, everything, yeah. right? They're, they're, they're necessary. You don't have to be a, a psycho about it, okay? But I would say that they're necessary. Nobody is trying to to take anybody's job. You're just trying to make sure that if you go somewhere and they're charging you top dollar, you are getting what you deserve. All right. As we begin to talk Kings, who normally give us what we deserve, especially at home, they play pretty well at home, and they're taking on the Nets, and we hope that they have everybody leave them a good review after the game because if there's a beam, there will be a good review. And the Nets, if we look at who they are, breaking them down, they are eighth in points per game. They're seventh in offensive rating. They are 18th in defensive rating. They're ninth in net rating. By the way, the Kings are 19th in net rating. I I feel like that's lower than I have imagined, right? I think that I think that I would think that they would be higher up on that list as far as net rating. And the Nets being the Nets being ninth is I, I would say something that you would have to respect. Eighth in points per game, like I said. So again, the Kings, it's all relative. Nobody's trying to disrespect the Nets when you look at who they have to bring to the table. But this is a game that the Kings, they really do need to win. Okay. And when you look at when you look at who they have coming up next, you can't drop games like this, especially at home. I saw something and I can pull it up right now. The Nets have a lot of the Kings have a lot of home games coming up. A lot of home games coming up. And although they won't all be against teams like the Nets, this is who they have, right? We talk about the run that the Kings need to go on, or when will that run happen? The Nets face the Kings tonight in Sacramento. Then the Kings have a back-to-back, and they play the Clippers, who they owe the Clippers a little something. That is tomorrow night at 7.30 p.m. in L.A. Then after that, the Kings come back home. They face the Thunder, who the Thunder, they're rolling, right? And they're another long team that the Kings were able to beat. That was back during the group play of the in-season tournament, but you got to shoot well. And the Kings shot very well the last time they played the Thunder. You got the Thunder on Thursday the 14th. Then you have the Jazz at home on the 16th. You you have to win that game. Then after that, December 18th, you get the Wizards. Another game I would say you have to win because after that, this is where it gets sticky that we talked about at the beginning of the show, the Celtics at Kings. That's December 20th. That'll be a great game. Then right after that, that Friday, that's the game I will be in the building as a fan for the first time. Suns at Kings with a back-to-back that Friday, Saturday. After they play the Suns, right after that, they play the Timberwolves. So that th- those three games... Gritty. That's tough. That That is tough. And that is why, you know, in a couple weeks ago here, when the Kings got blown out by by the Pelicans and people were saying, hey, if you look at the bigger picture and Chris was saying, this is not okay, right? It's because you're going to have these stretches where it's not going to be okay. You're going to have these stretches where you face some really tough opponents. So you're not trying to disrespect the Nets, right? I know the Clippers, that's going to be tough on the back-to-back. That's the second time now the Clippers have gotten the Kings on the second half of back-to-back. So the Clippers have gotten a little bit lucky when facing the Kings. But after that, you get the Thunder, who are no nothing to sneeze at, and you get the Jazz and the Wizards, 
to me, you look at one, two, three, four, five before you start that mini gauntlet with the Celtics, Suns, and Timberwolves. It sounds crazy, but it would be nice to go four and one there. It would be really nice. And, and what I'm saying is you lo- you can lose that game in L.A. to the Clippers. But besides that, you got to have the Nets. I know it's tough, but you got to have the Thunder. You got to have the Jazz, and you got to have the Wizards. If you drop one to the Thunder, cool, but it's just tough because the Celtics, you know, and they're coming across country, but I do think that they're going to have some things to say as it pertains to wanting to be in that conversation. Then the Celtics coming off a loss in the knockout round of the in-season tournament. And, you know, people may be thinking, okay, what do they have left? What do, you know, what do the Celtics look like when it actually matters? And speaking of, we did have somebody as well, and this is going to bleed into the next segment as we're coming up against it. But you have somebody in Gilbert Arenas who had some things to say about Clay Thompson. And the reason I think that this is important is because I think the same could be a little bit connected to Keegan Murray. And it it the conversation is about improving as a player and expanding as a player and the differences in both. So we will get to that after the break. Quickly did want to bring up the Kings. Malik Monk is sick and Colby Jones is questionable with a back. So they're both questionable tonight against the Nets and Alex Lynn is still out. So if Malik doesn't play... Who needs to step up? When we get back, we will have that sound from Gilbert Arenas talking about Klay Thompson and how it can connect to really all players, but specifically Keegan Murray. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports, taking you up to 2 p.m. Only Styles today. Chris Watkins will be back tomorrow, and we miss him. We miss him, but we are powering through as we talk Kings, Niners, and Yelp reviews and Google reviews <laughs> as we have a poll going. And if you're just now joining, how we got here, which I think is a very important thing in case my bosses are listening. How did you get here? Patrick Mahomes complaining to yes. Josh Allen and to anybody that'll listen, which brought us down the road of Yelp reviews and someone on the text line called me out for being a Yelper. And here we are. And here we are. And we have something real quick, Simone. This one goes out to you from the 714. This guy, I think they're talking about me. This guy needs to show Simone some respect. You aren't running solo today. You got the best number two in the business. Simone is already the dog of the day. That is so sweet. Shout out. That's right. That's right. And Simone, you have been doing it. You've been doing a great job. All right. You've been doing a great job. I will continue to give Simone her flowers, and you can continue to give Simone her flowers, and I'll read them off. Because you're right, when you are doing a show, I should say, without my co-host, okay, it is very important for the producer to be able to hop in and help out and give me a breather sometimes, and Simone has done an outstanding job, especially when we're talking Yelp, and the phone lines have been out of control talking about this Yelp review situation as it pertains to Patrick Mahomes complaining to somebody that cannot help him. From the 5-1-0, not looking at reviews is like drafting a top three quarterback and not having, <laughs> looking at game film. You're not wrong. You're not wrong, 5-1-0. From the 916, the problem with reviews is they almost always reflect an extreme on either side of negative yes. or positive. Yes. They don't reflect the 95% of the average to moderate experiences that that we have with restaurants or services. So they are very skewed to the extreme. I think that makes a lot of sense from the 916. Yeah, sometimes you'll see reviews, and I just ignore them, 
but it'll be like something that doesn't actually make sense or parking was hard or something like that that has nothing to do with the <laughs> restaurant and all of a sudden you messed up their their rating. So I get that. I'm talking about high level here, a P1 Yelper. All right, 916-339-1140. Get out to Michael who wants to be a part of the conversation. What's up, Michael? What you got for us? Uh, you definitely need to be yelping on, especially some of those people out there that be um, ripping people off and such. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, some of these uh, auto recyclers and stuff. I just had one that told me he was taking an engine that had X amount of miles on it. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, hey, I'll go ahead and uh, put that uh, engine in because it has X amount of miles on it. Gave him the, the premium for that, those miles. Stuck it in my Mercedes, and not even a week goes by. And I have to spend another three to four thousand dollars because the engine he gave me did not have the miles that he said it had out on wow. it. Then he says, "Oh, I got the engine from somebody else." So I'm definitely going to be yelping on that. So there's some of these extremes when people just rip you off. You got to say something. Yes. Otherwise, you're just letting other people get, get get you know set up to be ripped off. Exactly, and Michael. Vice versa. Vice versa. You you do have those out there people that are doing it right. So you need a shout out when it when it goes right as well. So just don't you know be the only negative. You got to be shouting out when people are doing things right too. There you go. No, thank you, Michael. That's a great point. And look, if you go on my social media, I just shouted out. I'm I, I don't not an official sponsor yet, but I just shouted out a spot in downtown Sacramento that I went to with my family after the Santa Parade. If you were at the Santa Parade, thank you for being there. Where I went for brunch, and we had a great brunch there, right? And it was really good food, great ambiance, right? They were very accommodating to the little one. We had to feed the little one while we were waiting. They let us go outside in their outside area and feed her, and then we got to eat, so it was perfect. And what did I do? I put them on my Twitter. I put them on my Instagram, and I said, shout out to this spot. So it always works both ways. And maybe I should have – I thought that was obvious. Maybe there's some people that only do negatives, but I like positives because I like – people to think that I'm a foodie and the only way you do that is by leaving positive reviews as well as we continue the conversation thank you Michael for the call as we continue to talk Clay Thompson and Gilbert Arenas so Gilbert Arenas is one of these guys we talk about how these athletes there's so many athlete podcasts out Gilbert Arenas has got to be in the top three I mean Gilbert Arenas he is whether you like him or not he's always putting out content so most recently he's talking about Desmond Bain, but he uses Clay Thompson uh, as a comparison to say Clay never updated or or his game never improved. So here's the sound. Astros don't understand that, like, like somebody like Clay Thompson. When I said he never improved to me, right? You came into as a spot shooter, and even though you have four championships, you're still a spot shooter, right? Versus someone who's like, okay, they might need me to do something else, and I need to have that skill set. I mean, I agree with Gilbert if they ever asked Clay to do something else, right? Let, let's, I don't think we necessarily need to go through what Clay Thompson was asked to do in his career. The Splash Brothers became the Splash Brothers. Clay was not only a spot up shooter, he was the wing defender on that team who he would defend Kyrie. He would defend that best score from the guard or wing position. So, You have that, you win the championship, then you lose after the best regular season of all time, and then after that you get Kevin Durant. So I've said the same thing about Draymond. Draymond offensively 
He was a different guy. If you remember that game seven, Draymond, there was actually a conversation about Draymond getting MVP of the finals because Draymond balled out in that game seven. He could shoot, get to the rack. Then you got Kevin Durant. And as good as Kevin Durant and that team was, there was no need for Klay Thompson to improve, right? Draymond shot less. I got I got Klay Thompson, Kevin Durant, and Steph on the team. Why would I why would I shoot? Right? So I hear what Gilbert Arenas is saying. And I would say it's different with the Grizzlies because you have John Morant coming back and Desmond Bain has an opportunity to expand. But not only did Clay Thompson not necessarily need to expand, he's also one of the best in the history of the game at his role. You don't necessarily need to expand if you're really good at your role. How often do we see NBA players at camps, right? And they say, you need to find your role. You're not just going to be out here with a bag, dancing and boogieing on people. If you are, if you're a lengthy and you know, maybe your lateral quickness is whatever, you you gotta figure it out. You gotta be a vertical threat. Okay. You gotta be a three and D guy. They put you into categories because not everybody can just be that dude. Okay? And Clay Thompson was never asked to be that dude. I think Gilbert Arenas has more of an argument if they don't get Kevin Durant and let's say they they regress and they never win any more championships. Okay, but that's not what happened. They got Kevin Durant. You know, we got Simone here who's doing a great job with the music. Let's take this to a music landscape, right? So what's hot hot right now? Reggaeton is hot right now, and Afrobeats is hot right now. Mm -hmm. So so people that are in certain buckets that do a really, really good job in those buckets. I think that music is really interesting because we want people to expand, but then if you don't like it, you say, I miss the old blank. I miss the old Drake. I miss the old Taylor Swift. I miss the old someone, whoever. So how do you expand, but then at the same time, it could take away from what you're doing? And who are we starting to see that with? Keegan Murray. Now, Keegan Murray, only you know, very young, but we're seeing that this is what happens. They're asking Keegan Murray to do certain things, and he is regressing in other areas as of right now, shooting the basketball. He is not shooting at the same clip. Is it his legs? Is it in his head? What is it? Is it because he's defending the best guy on the other team? But not, and we're going to see if Keegan can be that guy, but not everybody can. So instead of being that guy, Clay Thompson just became one of the best spot-up shooters and defenders before injury that we've ever seen. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. So not everybody has to be able to do everything. If you have one of your favorite country artists, right, and all of a sudden they come out with a rap album because they're just trying to expand what they do, you're going to say, what is this? Remember when Lil Wayne dropped that rock album in like the early 2010s? Yes. He was experimenting. And what did everybody say? I want the old Wayne back. I want the old Wayne. Keep it. But at the same time, you want people, oh man, this sounds like all of his other stuff. Well, which is it? Sometimes you can't have both. Right. Sometimes you just have somebody that's really, really good at one thing or a couple things. And for for Gilbert Arenas, so what would you rather be? Let's say Desmond Bain become I don't know what Desmond Bain is gonna become. Okay. But you have Desmond Bain who, okay, now he's expanded his game. And Desmond Bain is just a really nice player on a team that doesn't win anything. Okay. We see we say it on the show all the time. Jack of all trades. Master of none. I'm not saying Desmond Bain is going to be a master of none, but this idea that Clay Thompson did his team a disservice 
when all he did there there are guys that are in the same bucket as Klay Thompson that could not hold Klay Thompson's socks to go to, into the locker room, right? So I don't understand why Gilbert Arenas is coming down that lane and saying that Klay Thompson never improved his game. He did though. He did. Look at his splits. Look at the All-Stars, right? Being a part of those championship teams. Did he expand his game? No, but I feel like you have a decision. How many guys are we talking about in the league that have the ability to improve and expand their game? There's not many. I mean, did Russell Westbrook ever expand his game? I don't think so, right? It kind of came back to bite him a little bit. He, he, He also regressed as a shooter, but there are so many guys... Giannis, Giannis, every season, Giannis makes a three, right, in a game, and what do the announcers say? If Giannis can start hitting this, I mean, league, look out. Well, they've been saying it, okay? Ben Simmons hasn't expanded his game, right? A lot of these guys, you just get put into categories. So not everybody is going to be that superstar that just has the ability to do everything. And I have no clue what Desmond Bain is going to be. But if you ask people, would you rather have a Klay Thompson who at his peak was one of... Klay Thompson was a top three two-way player. Would you rather have that or would you rather have a guy who might improve to a certain extent and be, I don't know, a top 25 all-around player or a top 10? I know what this guy brings to the table. How many years have the Lakers been trying because Klay Thompson's dad played for the... For the Lakers, how many years have they tried to get Clay to L.A.? They don't care that he hasn't improved his game. You know why? Because he's really good at specifically what he does. Got to get to a break. When we get back, we ask the question that I posed a little bit earlier. Are we being unfair to Harrison Barnes? Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports, taking up to 2 p.m. No Watkins today. He is... Slowly but surely coming back from Las Vegas, enjoying his time, enjoying his Vikings victory. Oh, I wanted it to be 0-0. So Why? bad. So bad. Why? Did you know this about Watkins? He hates no-nos and he hates perfect games. Oh, no, I didn't know that. So him being there was the most hilarious thing to me. <laughs> I was harassing him yesterday, yeah. poor guy, while he's out there trying to enjoy his, his wow. team. The fact that he was there for that kind of historic, scoreless game brought a lot of joy into my life. Wow. Well, that's not very nice of me. <laughs> Sorry. We will hear all about it tomorrow from Chris. And unfortunately, yeah, I mean, you know, there's certain things that you just can't do if you are trying to win over a position, right? And I think Antonio Pierce started out hot, got that W. And I think that a lot of people were rooting for him. And no, he's not the offensive coordinator, but putting up a donut in an NFL game in the year of 2023 is one of those things that you kind of can't do. So I don't know what's going to happen next, but that is one of the things that you, how is that even, I really don't know how that's possible. And you didn't do it against the Cleveland Browns Right, you did it against right, the Vikings, right. and the Vikings couldn't score either. Let's see. We did have a little bit of a problem with Justin Jefferson going down early. I know, uh, I know. Justin Jefferson yeah. went down early. It was so, unconscionable. I couldn't believe it. So Justin Watching. Jefferson goes down early, right? This is 
Here you go. This is from a couple days ago. Total defense. The Vikings were thir- are 13th in total defense. So they're not terrible, but you're at home. You can't even get a field goal. It was crazy. It was crazy. You can't get a field goal. And the Raiders, who a lot of people are happy with that defense, this is through week 13, by the way. The Raiders, that defense, they're ranked 20th. So, I mean, the Vikings, they're 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 cycling through QBs, just trying to shuffle the deck. Meanwhile, the the Raiders, I mean, the Vikings again, 13th, not not terrible at all, right? Upper half of the of the league, but I mean, three points, you can't get to a you can't kick a field goal, really? Especially when the other team isn't scoring. I mean, Devontae Adams, we've we've said it before, but Devontae Adams, I don't want to call it career suicide, but you got to get out of there, man. You got to. And I, I don't know. I understand why they didn't move him, but it's over now. It's over now. I'm just confirming how old Devontae Adams is, but it, it's over now. He's 30. So you still have time. You still have time to bounce back. He's 30 years old. As we talk Kings and Nets, we have an article that just came out from Shams via The Athletic where Shams goes on to say that the Hawks, Kings, and yes, you're not going to believe this next name, the Pacers are expected to pursue Pascal Siakam and OG Ananobi. That is per Shams. Here is the beginning of the article. As buyers and sellers slowly reveal themselves, teams are keeping close tabs on the Toronto Raptors and Chicago Bulls. Raptors president and vice chairman Masai Ujiri and general manager Bobby Webster have stuck with their talented core of Scotty Barnes, Pascal Siakam, and OG Ananobi over the past three seasons. But Toronto has lost three games in a row and stands 9-13 and on the season and has left teams believing that now more than ever, ever either Siakam or OG could be traded by the February 8th deadline. Last segment, we just talked about Keegan Murray. The reason they've been able to hold on to these guys is because Masai has decided that they are going to be very, very expensive. So, let's just have the conversation now. 916-339-1140. I'm not going to have the untouchable conversations because I feel like the same names will come up and there will always be some questionable names. So, I'm going to ask it in this way. You can text in, you can be on the SAC chat, the YouTube chat, or you can call in. Are you willing to move Keegan Murray for OG Ananobi or Pascal Siakam? Because, and I believe Chris would agree with me on this, this deal does not get done, and you are not getting either of those guys and holding on to Keegan. I just don't think it happens. I'm, also, I'm actually a bit positive that it doesn't happen. If you look at the Kings' assets... Unless, unless you're going the Sabonis route, right? And if you're Masai and you want a younger core, who knows if that's somebody that they would be interested in over Keegan, I don't know. But we know that price tag is going to be high. So the question now is, are you willing to move off Keegan to get one of these guys? Because I am almost positive that's what it's going to cost. I, I, don't, I don't see how this gets done without it. I don't. So don't call in here 
saying Davion and Harrison for Pascal. I'll tell you what, Masai won't even pick up the phone. He won't. Don't call in here saying Davion, Herder. You know what he wants. Just like Marshawn, you know why I'm here. Okay? There's a reason these guys are still in Toronto because the asking price has been ridiculous. So this is not going to happen without Keegan. There is no way. I just don't see it. Amid Rock from the sack chat, no move for Keegan. Beamer, Beams, or Beamley. Keegan stays. Also, heck no, adds Beamer, Beams, or Beamley. That's fine. That's fine. That's all good. But you're not getting one of those guys without moving Keegan. I just don't see it. If it's, if Sabonis is maybe in the conversation, maybe if, if that entices Masai, I don't, I don't know. But I would imagine why not just go younger, right, and, and go from there. I understand. Because I don't, I don't know that m- multiple guys will get moved. I don't know that they will move. I don't know that they will move Pascal and OG. But I do think one of them will be gone. And then they would just decide to move forward with the other guy. Or, or maybe they completely blow it up, right? I would think that they would like to hang on to one. And part of the reason is I think Masai is going to make that price tag so high that there aren't going to be two teams willing to give up what it's going to take in order to get it done. From the 916, oh, wow. Keegan is Barnes 2.0. Trade him. Wow. That is from the 916. Wow. Keegan is Barnes 2.0. Trade him. Well, that's a little bit different than what we've been seeing on the sack chat, but I, I, I don't see how you get one of those guys, right? And look, tough moves need to be made in order to make things work. Keegan Murray is a guy who has a lot of potential. I believe so. We compared him to Clay Thompson a little bit a couple segments ago. I've seen some of the moves that Keegan has been able to do, and when he gets in his bag, that he's continuing to grow. And Keegan is not, I'm not going to compare him as a shooter to Klay Thompson, but as far as offensive weaponry, Keegan, I believe, will have more offensive moves than Klay Thompson. Will he ever shoot as well as Klay Thompson consistently? I don't know. So that's what I look like when I, what I see when I look at the, the ceiling for Keegan Murray. The question is, are you willing to take that chance or move Keegan to get somebody you know. So then you have a legit big three, right? And you have that defensive guy in OG, and you still have Malik Monk, and hopefully you still have Kevin Herter. I I think if Keegan is involved, the question is who else is involved? Because you cannot – I think if you lose Keegan and Herter, that's a problem, right? But I – the question becomes what is Keegan's value right now on the market? All right, got to get to a break. When we get back, we talk to Jeff Young, editor at Around the Foghorn, to talk Giants. I know we were having a great time, and now we got to talk Giants, but it's got to be done. Jeff Young, great stuff. We will hear from him when we get back. Styles and Watkins, Sacktown Sports.